Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. This is our podcast for week 42 in 2015 and Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, is with us to help us figure out the backgrounds of the headline links from this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Great to be here. Good. Um, now, uh, we have a couple of nice links uh, for this week. The, uh, the first one goes to a story about math anxiety. Now, how does that relate to dyscalculia? Math anxiety, uh, also referred to as math phobia, is a negative emotional reaction to a situation that requires mathematical problem solving. Mm-hmm. While it hasn't made its way into the DSM-5, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, of uh, mental disorders, the fifth edition, which is the current one, as an official mental illness, math anxiety plagues millions of adults and children, each of whom have their own math horror story. Uh, Thanks to the intimidating look of these heavy textbooks, an insensitive teacher, clueless Mm -hmm. parents, or a concept that never clicked in. Mm. According to Stanford professor Vinod Minon, who co-authored a study on the neurodevelopmental basis of math anxiety, the part of the brain agitated by math anxiety is the same part that responds to fearful situations, such as seeing a spider or a snake. Oh, wow. So the children are actually just uh, very frightened about Mm -hmm. uh, math. Yes, and and it, it usually starts in elementary school. Math anxiety is a very American phenomenon. Hmm. We score 26th on math in the world, and only 32% of American high schoolers are proficient in math according to the results of the National Assessment of Educational Process, NAEP. Now, this story ends happy, with the girls eventually getting one-on-one effective math tutoring. Not just throwing worksheets and flashcards, but thoughtful use of manipulatives to explain concepts behind the math calculations, all in an atmosphere of no pressure, and it's okay to try and fail. It's even good, as mistakes grow your brain. Oh, okay. Well, then I must have a tremendously large brain, because I have failed in my life. <laughs> but, uh, okay, let's move on to the next link. Uh, the next link is, uh, is also about math anxiety. Why another story? Well, math anxiety is really a huge problem in the United States. So it's only prudent that we spend a lot of time bringing awareness and trying to encourage parents to seek help in an early stage. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Other than dyscalculia that has its origin in a brain malfunction, math anxiety is usually caused by teaching techniques that do not take into account the psychology of the child. Mm-hmm. Or by parents who are too impatient and have too high expectations in an early stage. Oh, yeah. Sometimes parents will try to encourage the child by saying, Oh, you're so smart, although they mean really well, and try to give a compliment. The issue with this approach is that the child will now be happy to be called smart. Right. But might in the same way, get anxious to make mistakes. Oh. That would translate to their parents no longer thinking that they're smart. Oh, I'd never so if you'd like way. to know more about this, right. read the new book on the fixed mindset and the growth mindset by Carol Dweck from Stanford. Okay. 
But it sounds like a very nice compliment. Mm -hmm. I can I cannot see that, why that would be the wrong. I mean, what can you say to your child when they've done very well? Well, you just say that. Wow, you've come such a long way. Keep trying. Or you really worked hard on this. You just have to be very careful and stay close to your child to understand the impact of the words you tell them. Oh wow, so that can easily go uh, the wrong way. We are talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and we're looking at the links provided during the week on our website discoculiaheadlines.com. The following link is about a novel way to teach the times tables. Many students have issues with that, and is this now a new great invention? Let me start by saying that all explanations done with manipulatives where children have to touch something or move something are positive and will help and enhance attention and memorization. Ideally, we need to explain something to them first and then, and only then, drill the skill. Okay. One of our golden rules is never ever to drill something that is not conceptually understood. Right. The tool that this company is marketing is no more than a fancy way to cover the answer of the times table sums, so you can try to memorize them. Many people use a piece of paper or their hands to cover up the answers yeah, that's what and reveal I did. them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, this tool gives a fancy plastic tag. Oh, that sounds so much better. The boast that it is psychologically developed in Oxford, sort mm -hmm. of implying that Oxford University would be involved, um, ah. is a little bit strange because there is no real link to the university, nor is there any reference to studies that prove that this method is superior. Okay. They use a dyslectic-friendly font. Okay. So that's a plus. Right. Other than that, a nice tool, nothing fancy, and do not use it before you've made sure that children conceptually understand the times tables. Well, I guess I'll just save myself the money and put my hand on the answers, and uh, as I've always done. Now, the following link is to an article from the New York Times, and it talks about recreational math. What is recreational math, and, and why do we need it? Uh, Martin Gardner is, I guess, the father of recreational math. Mm -hmm. He had a column in Scientific American for 25 years with oh, math wow. games. Yeah. The popularity of the Sudoku game is a good example of how much people actually like to do math-type things. Mm -hmm. Often it is the form in which it's presented that makes all the difference. With one of my pupils, I do a game of math. In okay. fact, we're just training the skills that she has just been explained. But, for example, now the problems are printed on colorful cards. And we have a spinner with colors that will determine what color of problem we will work on next. Mm -hmm. She loves doing the spinning, sees the whole thing there for us game, and is enthusiastic about math. On my website, uh, I list a range of apps that are all great for children to learn math. And this would actually be the modern form of the math games for Martin Gardner. All right. As long as it is positive, fun, and stretches your skills little by little, we encourage using recreational math. Most of our tutoring sessions uh, also end with a little math game. The children look forward to it and are encouraged to work on their math issues. Oh well, no, it, 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 indeed, it sounds like a, like a fun way uh, to deal with the uh, with the math issues. 
Now, the final link for this week is to an article about how parents can play a role in helping children with dyscalculia. What can we learn from this uh, article? Yeah, this article is from uh, the SEN magazine, so Special Education News, mm -hmm. in the UK. And they've done some research, and it turns out that we see what, uh, in our, pra uh, our practice too that children with dyscalculia need special tutoring, but also need it regularly. Okay. The research found that tutoring twice a week instead of once a week increased the speed of remediation significantly. Right, I can imagine, yeah. Another interesting piece of this research showed that a number of shorter sessions are more effective than one longer session of the same amount of time as the shorter ones. Okay. As this is impractical for many tutors, they developed a plan to get the parents involved with specific short lessons at home. Okay. Now, unfortunately, having short lessons with students at school is not really possible or practical unless the school provides a dyscalculia specialist, right. which I haven't seen yet, but that would be, <laughs> yes. that would be great if schools would implement We're not there that. yet, yes. Getting the parents to do short lessons with the students is also quite a challenge, as they often prefer to leave all things to the tutor, right. and they hesitate to do it themselves. They're mm -hmm. also emotionally involved and that makes it harder. It's certainly a great way to make progress if the parents would reinforce the lessons every day with the children, but it will need a very dedicated and patient parent. And most of them work or, or have more than one child at home. Right. So that's difficult. That'd be a distraction, yeah. A solution that I have found to be effective is if I consult with a learning specialist from school and help them once a month with plans to support their children at home the school with dyscalculia. Okay. And they can then do frequent short tutoring sessions throughout the weeks. Okay, and that would be in the school, so therefore, you know, there's more opportunities. Well, it sounds like a, a challenge for the parents out there to uh, come in and help us with uh, the remediation of uh, dyscalculia. As always, Dr. Schroeder, thanks for all your insights, and, uh, and until next week, Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services. You can also follow her on Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. Free downloads and a free Discoculia screener are available on her website, discoculiaservices.com. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com, and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.